Podcast. I am your host, the Artificial Dragon. I'm Hannah. And I am Kit, dripped uh, out with his legendary jacket and drip food. <laughs> You're probably the most fabulous one in the room right now, Kit. They can't yes. see me, but I'm wearing a $200 jacket. <laughs> it's a very nice looking jacket. Yeah, eventually when we have a uh, camera segment to show the podcast room, we'll show your fashion to the wider audience of YouTube. Willem Dripfo has nothing on Kit Drip. Oh, fun oh, William Dripfo. William Dripfo. <laughs> I saw a very weird. I'll tell you guys later. Yeah. It's not. A, it's a not safe for work kind of thing. No oh, god. <laughs> Moving uh, on anyway. today. Today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is. <laughs> Thank you, Kit. Nice segue, by the way. Um. So yeah, today's episode will be about. Uh, Xerox Palpatine, aka Darth Vitiate. Oh, for, s- <laughs> for, for a second, I thought like I was like, wait, I thought they're doing Dark Vitiate, and then you said Dark something, and I was like, who are you talking he about? Said Xerox Palpatine. Yeah, he's yeah. not Xerox Palpatine. Originally, I was gonna go with copy and paste Palpatine, but I decided to do a f- more fancier word for that. <laughs> Is it any more powerful than Palpatine? Well, we'll get, we'll get to that. that. Um. So yeah, Darth, it's, actually it's very serendipitous that we're talking about Darth Vitiate because the trailer for the upcoming expansion pack, which is the Legacy of a Sith for Sator, just released like seven hours ago today. It looks fucking amazing! Yeah, we'll have to show it to Kid later, but it does look amazing. Kind of a shame that, uh, <laughs> I wish to make it more appropriate, it would have been uh, Darth Malgus, who is a very major named character in Sator. He's... Arguably, I prefer Darth Malgus over Darth Vitiate, but that's personal preference. Isn't Vitiate not even a purse? He's just a floating head. <laughs> no. He's like he's like a literal planet or something, right? He's just the essence of the dark side now, isn't he? No. No. Um, well, okay. You're kind of not wrong there, but we'll get into that later. But Darth, like I said, it's yeah, very serious. Yeah, he's got an hour ahead of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um... This was a topic that Hannah wanted to do. Now, what made you interested in doing Darth Vitiate, Hannah? I played Svator, the main campaign, all the way up until the Knights of the Eternal Throne. Yeah. And Vitiate was such a good fucking villain. I am a Vitiate simp. (laughs) (laughs) Which I find really ironic because I think he's one of the more bland villains of Star Wars. (laughs) I mean, granted, there are way worse out there. Hint, hint. Um, why can't I think of his name? Snoke. There we go. Hint, Ew. hint. <laughs> yep. There are far worse villains out there, but Vitiate, he's not horrible. He's just your stereotypical BBEG, you know, the, the uh, lich that you would fight in a D&D campaign. I yeah. just heard him from Gavin. Uh, just, just for, I'm not going to say his last name because for, yeah. you know, uh, privacy purposes. But we had an old coworker, Gavin, and he would he would never shut. We talked to him about Star Wars. He would never shut up about Dark Vitiate. Yeah, he, and he's a cool villain. <laughs> I that's why I like him. Yeah, and his character model, either as his original form or Vitiate. From Fuck, it's hot. From what I heard, he was like, wasn't he like the most powerful of Sith? Or he's one of the most powerful. Yeah. Yes. Um. In my personal opinion, Darth Vitiate is a little bit bland. He's just. You're a stereotypical big bad guy. Well, duh, because um, you called him copy and paste. 
I'll uh, base my opinions on Darth Vitian more in depth after we go through his history and all that. <laughs> I mean, like, um, in the lore, isn't Vitian more OG than... Well, like, Palpatine was the original the OG. OG out of universe, yeah. Yeah, yes. but if you're talking about, like, in-universe, Vitian was the OG OG. Yeah. Because yeah. Old Republic. Yeah. I will admit, if there is one positive thing I could say about Vitian, his quotes are top-notch. Let me read you guys well, a I couple mean, he, examples. He... Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he's, he's a good one. I will not be contained. I cannot be redeemed. Death is all that remains, and you will not kill me. I will not be your trophy. If I must die, I choose how, and everything dies with me. Oh, That's my, pretty badass. He should yeah. be like a he should be a rapper. Yo, MC Vichy in here. Oh, God. Oh, God, the peaks. But, uh, yeah, um... Let's see. All right, I'll just go with his history. So, Darvishian, he goes by was a, Was names. a rapper trained by Eminem. <laughs> okay, that's got to be a meme now. Dude, yeah. no. He was literally... <laughs> dude, his quote was literally rhyming. He was like... He was like, no, no. no like, let, me, let, me, let me... Can I read that? Can you give me your phone? Can I read that? Yeah, yeah, can I read that? Uh, let, let me read that in his fucking rapper voice or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> go for it, kid. Is it... Uh, wait. It's the longer one. I will not be contained. I cannot be redeemed. Death is all that remains, and you will not kill me. I will not be a trophy. If I must die, I choose how, and everything dies with me. Uh. Dude, that's literally <laughs> rap. He's literally rapping. He's rapping. He's literally rapping. Okay, He's I will admit, I will admit that is not, that is actually not too bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's gotta be me now. He'd be a horrible rapper. He's a shit tier rapper. He'd what? be like he'd be like vanilla ice rap tier. <laughs> but he's a rapper no less. He's a fucking he's an old man. He wouldn't know what rap is. Uh, you just imagine some guy in a fucking cloak, <laughs> Star Wars ass cloak with a fucking mask. He has a lightsaber, and then like he just has like a fucking beanie with <laughs> with with a fucking chain, and he's just like, yeah, bro. You know, it's kind of funny. Oh, I was trying to look for good Darth Vicious memes, but I could not for the life of me find any good ones. No one cares about him, <laughs> except Gavin. Yeah. So, okay, before we get off tangent again. Um, so Darth Vicious is the Sith Emperor of a reconstituted Sith Empire, which is the successor state of the original Sith Empire when, you know, they got totally boned by the old republics so-and-so years back. Yep. Um... He has been around in the galaxy and manipulating galactic affairs for well over a millennia. I think he's around 1,500 years old. Yeah, he's He is old insanely old. And he's trying to get into rapping. <laughs> <laughs> and he, aside from the Sith Empire that he's founded, he also created the Eternal Empire. So he's done a lot of little meddling behind the scenes. You see, he, this is this makes good for a good rap battle. This, he's stuck, dude. Darth Vicious versus Palpatine. Dude, he could rap so hard. I swear <laughs> to God. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I'm I'm really surprised that hasn't been a rap battle in that uh, YouTube series yet. I know, right? Yeah, they did everything from Batman to Sherlock Holmes. Why didn't they do that with Vicious and Palpatine? Because no one cares about Vicious. No one knows him. Yeah, not a lot of people know about him. That's why I chose this so people would know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get into his history. The fig juicy stuff. <laughs> he was once upon a time, this is around 5,113 years before the Battle of Yavin, so it's way, way out there. Um, 
He was born as Tenebrae on the Civ agricultural world of Madrias, and he was a son of two Civ farmers, believe it or not. Um, and when he was born, it was said that his eyes were as black as the void of space itself. Damn. We yeah. started from the bottom <laughs> way here. What and a it, depressing thing to look at your child and be like... Yeah, it's just like, Jesus. oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, let me see my baby boy. Oh, what the fuck is that? Kill it! Chuck him. Chuck him. <laughs> Chuck him into the wood chipper. <laughs> and even as an kick infant... Kick the baby! <laughs> don't kick the goddamn baby. <laughs> and even as an infant, he had... Zero emotion, nor did he ever cry. Easiest baby ever. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he's horrifying and easy to deal with. Damn, Vitiate having black Air Force energy right here. <laughs> uh, and I know many mothers who would rather have him as a baby instead of their children. Yeah. Maybe they should be moms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's fair, kid. Yeah, say it. And on top of that, animals of any kind avoided his presence, and his voice seemed to always carry a certain charisma and power to it, even as an infant. Somehow, could, could you just imagine? Let's. He's like, he's like, he's like five or four, like five. Would be like, hey, uh, mom, you could have like a like you know a glass of juice or something like that. No, no. no, no. He, he's he's like mother, I I require sustenance. <laughs> No, no, no. He just comes. He's just immediately out of the womb. He's just the godfather now. <laughs> he's like the boss baby. Um, mom, no, 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 mom. I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. Oh, God. I like how we started with his birth and we already have memes about him. No, no, I swear. No, I feel as though he'd be like pretend, like such a pretentious five year old. He'd be like, it's like you're grounded because you hit that kid in the face. You can't ground me, mother. I am the I am the cosmos of the dark side. <laughs> I am the best the, the essence of the dark side. Yeah. You you cannot fathom the importance of thine of of thine self. And he's just, <laughs> he's just talking himself up. And, and then his mom just spanks him. He's like, No! You can't do this! Mother! <laughs> I just imagine him like He's like Stewie Griffin, the old Stewie Griffin. Yes. I will have my revenge. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, immediately out of the womb, very uncomfortable presence. He's got He was the quiet eyes. kid in school. He was the quiet kid. He was the quiet kid. <laughs> he was the quiet poor kid. As, I, he, he was the quiet he, godfather kid. He probably wore that fucking black hoodie. You want me to break your shins, little Jimmy? He probably had that black hoodie <laughs> with the fucking mask. He probably had like one fucking... Like, bang hair over one of his eyes. <laughs> Major emo. Um, he was emo before the Sith were even a thing. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't get his date to the prom, and now he became the fucking ruler of the galaxy. Yeah. Okay, so for context, this was around the original Sith Empire days. Mm. Um, so, when he reached the age of six, he developed signs of Force sensitivity, which... Kind of raised suspicions from both of his parents because neither of them are force sensitive. But which, aren't they? Aren't a yeah, Sith yeah. I, which was really weird to me but because I mean, as you were Sith, which I, which as you guys recall from my uh, history of the Sith episode, all of the Sith as a race are one hundred percent force sensitive. But then I guess why? this is like a. 0.01% that the, the, aren't force sensitive. He was a 0.001% because he so his parents 
are neither not of them are force sensitive. sensitive. Which then they had a kid who was force sensitive, which was already a l- unlikely chance to begin with from two Sith that are unforce sensitive <laughs> producing an offspring that is force sensitive <laughs> as non force sensitive users. That's fucking no. I know it's weird. I mean, they're both farmers, so yeah, true. You would imagine a member of Sith race wouldn't be a farmer. No. <laughs> yeah, a lot of weirdness right off the bat. Yeah. Um, so it raised suspicions because the father was like, our son is now force sensitive. What the fuck? And he's just looking at his wife like, have you been sleeping with somebody else that is force sensitive? Force sensitive child immediately go to cheating. <laughs> uh, and this culminated to the husband could fronting the mother who's all like um is this our child or not and the mother's like no this is not our child because she slept with a uh the local leader who is force sensitive she's a hoe yeah <laughs> basically that bitch a hoe <laughs> so yeah vitiate is the uh, illegitimate bastard child as well villain origin story <laughs> and he's the so he's the son of his ruler named Lord Drafmat? Dramath? Yeah, that's. I'm gonna go with that. Dramath. Fucking um, Star Wars and their naming conventions are really dumb. Yeah. It's a little bit weird. Um, which, you know, had very predictable results, and the father was sent into a rage. Like, you motherfucking hoe! And while that both of his, yeah. while both of his parents were fighting, the young Tenebrae was feeding off of his father's strong emotion because you know he's pissed with hell off and he's emotionless yep um so he feeds off of his power and using his newfound strength he telekinetically gripped his father's neck and snapped it why just (laughs) wait was the father (laughs) mad at him no uh he was just he was just in a corner just watching (laughs) (laughs) he's being the classical boss baby (laughs) the boss baby the boss baby you see, Vitiate was the original boss baby. And, you know, he just <laughs> kills his father instantly, kind of seemingly in an attempt to save his mother from the wrath of his father. Yeah. Or quote-unquote father. Um, but, nope, he just, after he murders the fuck out of his father, he turns around and he decides to torture the living fuck out of his mother. I knew that. <laughs> I did and, my own research and I knew that. I wanted to wait. Yeah. Um, yes, he tortures his mother at six years old. Yep. You see, this year was the original <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's torturing his mother for several months, and he's feeding on her suffering and hatred and all that, just powering herself, himself, sorry. And also as a twisted sense of punishing her for cheating on his husband. On her husband? Yes. So it's <laughs> all like, dark. How, how dare you cheat on, on my father and slept with a local lord, but you literally got birthed from the genes. So wait, this is punishment for you cheating on my dad that I just killed. But he's not actually my father. Yeah. But he's not actually my father. And it's not like I cared about him in the first place. Well, you know, this, <laughs> is, this just seems like it's... Your motivation seems pretty off. Yeah. So, after he, you know, finished torturing his mother and killing her, he went off and enslaved the inhabitants of his village. And for the next four years, 
This is when he's 10 years old at this point, by the way. A, t- um, a 10-year-old child yeah. enslaves a village. Yep. Jesus fucking Christ! Boy, I, <laughs> I could barely talk to girls when I'm 10 years old, and this guy enslaved an entire village. I was still playing with toys at 10 years old. <laughs> could you just imagine? It's like... Now, he's just like two feet tall. Now, now listen to me, you peasants. Every day shall now be ice cream day. <laughs> now, and listen here, listen here, listen here. Every time I play baseball, I will always get the home run, even if I miss. Because that's how dark fishy it fucking works. <laughs> and as his reputation grew, he started... Dude, dude he's, lit- he's literally, he's that meme of like, hypothetically speaking, let's say that I've been the dark side user that you've always known. And hypothetically speaking, let's say that I have enslaved an entire village when I was 10. Doesn't that mean that every day is ice cream day now? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so as his reputation grew, he reached out and conquered several more villages on his planet, um, slowly expanding his power at 10 years old, by the way. Um, And then he caught the attention of his, quote, his actual father. He's like, wow, you've been doing all this really impressive shit at 10 years old. Um, Why don't you go ahead and be my servant or my powerful apprentice, something like that. And Tenebrae, being the conniving son of a bitch that he is, was like, nah, fam. And he decided to dethrone the guy and torture the fuck out of him Jesus as well. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> so wait, Vitiate just tortured his real dad? Yes. Oh. He tortures his own father and is like, no, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> and like, uh, let's see, um... What does he? What does Vitiate even look like again? Um, he just has a I, mask. I, doesn't, I, he just have a mask? <laughs> doesn't he just have a mask on? No, he no. doesn't have a mask. Um, He's one of the Sith that actually. This is what he originally maskless. looks like. That's his Sith form. Wait, what does he look? Wait a minute. <laughs> I, was Gavin and I thinking of the same person? No, no, no. So we'll get uh, to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. In <laughs> I was thinking bit. of a guy with like a mask. Nope. Nope. That's probably a different guy. Who are we fucking thinking about then? <laughs> Darth Mal? No, not Malum. It's like... Malik. Yeah, the guy yeah. with the mask who's like literally the oh, dark fuck. side. No, no, no. Darth Nihilus. That's what we're thinking of. That's who you were thinking of. Darth Nihilus. He's like a giant fucking force ghost or something. Yeah, 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 that's, that's him. Nihilus. And he's he... literally the devourer of war. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> no, that's that what was, that's not Vitiate. I yeah. thought that was fucking yeah. Vitiate. That's uh, we'll talk about Darth Nihilus in his own episode. Yeah, he um, deserves his own episode. Yeah. So you know, he conquers his entire agricultural world, dethrones the most powerful person on the planet, who literally is a lord, which is a pretty big deal in Sith society. Um, he's like what, twelve years old? He's like uh, thirteen at this point. Jesus. Yeah, he's, in our own society, he's not old enough to drive, but he's able to conquer an entire planet. Dude, he really wanted to impress those fucking hoes. <laughs> Goddamn, bro. He is the top tier. He accomplished what Stewie Griffin didn't do. Goddamn. <laughs> well, the guy, no, the guy you rejected in fucking middle school, what he is now. <laughs> yep. So, um... He ruled the entire planet by the time he was 13 years old, and with his complex, his conquest complete, Tenebrae went to the uh, current Sith Empire throne world called Zayas. You probably remember Zayas. Yes, I remember Zayas. Um, so he went to uh, the current Lord of Dark Lord of the Sith at the time. You might remember him as Marco Ragnos. Oh. 
Yeah, he Also, was... this was before Marco Reynos died. Yeah. So Tenebrae was alive during the war that was going on. Yes. The, the Great Hyperspace War. Yeah, the Hyperspace War, yeah. Okay. Um, so he went up to Marco Ragnos, who's literally the supreme ruler of the entire Sith Empire. Marco Ragnos just looked at this 13-year-old, and he's like, you did some pretty impressive things, and you managed to kill the current ruler of your planet. Um, I'm going to call you a lord from now on. And he just <laughs> sends him on his way, because by uh, Marco Ragnos calling him the lord he is now the official ruler of madras so lord tenebrae yep and with that he bestowed the name darth vitiate a, a child a child he's like Can probably three feet tall now <laughs> this is every fucking edgy kid's wet dream it's like oh yeah and then the kid was all powerful. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and then I and then I killed my mom, and then I killed my dad, <laughs> and then I killed my real dad. Oh yeah, and then I got all the bitches to love me, and then I made everyday ice cream sundae. Jesus Christ! And, anyway. and I tortured my stepdad. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Okay, kid. Okay. That's literally dark vision in the video. <laughs> so. Being named the official ruler of his world, he went back and he decided to rename his world. Uh, he decided to rename his world Nefima. Okay. You probably recognize the name. Barely. No. Okay, whatever. Um, and he proceeded to build a palace on top of his former childhood Nathema. home. Nathema. Thank you. That's what it was. Yeah. And he ruled this planet for well over a thousand years. And now we're going to fast forward to 5,000 years before the Battle of Yavin, which is right around the time the uh, Great Hyperspace War happened. You know, Dar Naga Sadao went out trying to conquer the Republic by casting mass illusions, blowing up a couple stars here and there. And then he decided to You say to it do so <laughs> casually. You say it so fucking casually. You say you say it like you say, you say it like like they got Chinese food. Oh yeah. Like no, could you just imagine like it's like, hey, hey, like you know, Naga Sadao just coming home, like seeing to his roommate or something, he's like, yo, yo, Sadao, well, how was your day? And it's like, oh nothing much. Blew us some planets here and there. Oh, where'd you go? Oh yeah, you know that fucking planet with the huts on it blew that shit up. <laughs> yeah, nice fam. Nice fam. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said it like they got Chinese food or something. Festive drive-by. Yeah, no, like, dude. Imagine if like we just casually talked about like you know blowing up cities. It's like yeah, yeah, you, you know New York. Yeah, yeah, that's got. Yeah, I, I nuked that. Nice bro. Nice fam. And you know Naga Sadao. Decided to pull the good old Jojo family technique. Yep. Got the fuck out of Dodge. Running away. Um, <laughs> and it created this power vacuum. Like, uh, the Sith Empire was in shambles. They had no Sith Lord to rule them. They had no Emperor. Yeah, they had no people to follow. And, like, uh, this was... So, Darth Vishy was kind of present. He wasn't, he didn't exactly attend the uh, funeral of Marco Ragnos when, you know, Ludo Crush and Nagas yep. Dell had their duel. He just decided to just sit back and let everything unfold. Just like, and, yeah. Yeah, he is the boss, baby. <laughs> and, like, he decided to, you know, not participate in this conflict. Just let things go as they may. And with that power vacuum... Like, they'll he, kill each other. Yeah. And with his power vacuum, he found opportunity. And let's see. Da, 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 just going through my notes. Um, he decided to put his plans forward to seize power. And he began to broadcast speeches to all the planets in the crumbling empire. 
Um, talking about how the Jedi Order would destroy the Empire, mercilessly massacring its people, all of which put the population of an already disorganized Empire into more panic and fear, which in turn fed Vitiate. He reminds me of when, you know the scene in Thor, um, what the fuck was the third one? Uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Where Loki comes out of the gym and is like, Your savior is here! <laughs> like that. Yeah. And then uh didn't exactly help when the Republic started to invade. And everybody's like, Holy fuck, if we, our empire is about to crumble. And Vichy is like, Good, good. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Uh, for some reason, every time I, I think about like someone doing good good or or doing massive powers all i'm thinking about is the sith lord who is meditating and then his apprentice just pushing him and it's like <laughs> what have you done <laughs> yep <laughs> and with this, <laughs> and you know with this mass hysteria at its height vicia decided to summon all the remaining sith lords that ruled all these planets and shit to nefema um the the main purpose behind all of that is with the promises of performing a ritual that would unleash the full power of the dark side against the Republic and Jedi and, you know, kill all their enemies in one single blow. You know, with all these Sith being able to blow up stars and you know, <laughs> do all this heinous shit, like take over planets, uh, destroy suns like they're nothing, like you're ordering from McDonald's. Yeah, I'll have three McDouble blowed up suns, please. Yeah, you know. I think it's you, also you, the fact that not all Sith can blow up suns. Yeah. Well, you, you think with not all of... Not was just able to do it because he was like, You think yeah, with all this yeah. shit, though, it's like, how does the Republic stand any chance? It's like, I can blow up suns. It's like, well, we got fighter jets and we got Jedi. Yeah, yes, but I, <laughs> but I can literally blow up suns. Oh, I can goodness. literally... Just destroy an entire solar system and leverage that power. Yep. Yeah. Why? Why did you stop that? <laughs> and you know, as he's pre as he's preparing for the ritual for all the uh, Sith lords to come and uh, you know start the ritual, he had one of his scholars go and find one of the original Sith's lost colonies back in, during the day when they fought off Rakata and got their ships and all that. Yep. And. That scholar found a hyperspace route to said world he encountered. Um, and he, you know, hey, Vitiate, I found a uh, hyperspace lane for this world. And Vitiate was like, all right, cool. We could get our ritual in order. And he, you know, he calls in all of us Sif. And around 8,000 Sith Lords answered Vitiate's call and prepared to arrive on this world to commence the ritual. And That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. And the it's moment... It's just like a convention. Yeah. It's basically uh, it's a Sith Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> you want to join my guild? You want to join my, 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 my Sith guild? <laughs> and the moment they stepped foot on Nathema, um, Vishy was all like, My fellow Sith Lords! Welcome to die. Welcome to welcome <laughs> to, to die. Welcome to Sith Comic Con 2019, baby. <laughs> this 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 week's convention uh, event, dying, y'all. So yeah, he's like, welcome to die. The Magneto quote from uh, the. So Arcadia. he just kills all of them. He just kills all of them. Yeah, he. So what he does is he instantly dominated all of their minds at once. Just kneel, bitch. Yeah, and. So, you know, Vitiate was all like, we're going to use this ritual to destroy the Republic. 
In reality, Vision never planned to use his ritual against the Republic, but to make himself immortal. Oh, so that's how he became immortal. Yep. And the ritual itself took 10 days to perform. And with that, the entire planet of Nephema was frozen within the grip of the sheer Sith magic. And upon its completion, all life on the surface of Nephema was completely dead, save for Vitiate. Damn. Like everything, the uh, water, the plants, the microbes, gone. Just completely gone. So Nathema became a dead planet. Yes. And that was the grand scheme of Vitiate for, you know, this part of his plan. Holy shit. Does he have a lightsaber? <laughs> Probably. Because we haven't heard any news on his lightsaber, just his force ability. Why the fuck would he even need one? No, I, I, no at this point, does he, he has even, one in the game. Does he, he even does need, have does one. he even need one? Like, I don't think he needs one. I think it's just for aesthetics. I think he just has it like... Ah oh, yes, I, I have this. I have this butter knife, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's not worth anything. Oh, it's just for my drip. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, here's an exact quote from the uh, book that explores the backstory of this shit. But the ritual is not confined to the doomed Sith lords. They were but the eye of the storm, the center of a vortex that spread across the entire planet. Every man, woman, and child in Avima was di- died that day. Every beast, bird, and fish, all the insects and plants, every living being touched by the force was consumed. When the ritual ended, Nefima was no longer a world. It was a husk, sucked dry. Lord Vitiate sacrificed millions, stealing their life force to make himself immortal. Their deaths also made him stronger than any Sith who had come before, and he ceased to be known as Lord Vitiate. On that day, the Emperor was truly born. Man, this guy has the suck game of God, bro. <laughs> this, this man has the suck game of a fucking five-star porn star, bro. Just, <laughs> yeah. That man was gargling that fucking planet. Oh, my God. And like Nefema, I will... I want you guys to keep in mind. So, you know uh, what a Force Nexus is, right? Yep. Which is basically where the wellspring of life itself goes into. Yep. Um, Nefema was so devastated by this, it became a void in the force. So a wound became, in the force. It became so. like a black hole? Yeah. Well, I mean, not literally a black hole, but a black hole for the force itself. It's just like the force is like, ah! <laughs> and, you know, with his new identity established as the Emperor and being literally immortal and all that, um, he decided to go on to the next phase of his plan. And, you know, with the... Sith Empire and, you know, most of his rivals being killed off instantly. Yep. Um, a lot of people went to the Emperor as this new Messiah-like figure. And he decided, hey guys, I know this world that we could go to that the Republic doesn't know about. Come with me! And they went into the unknown regions of the galaxy with very few leaders, as I mentioned before. Um... Many flocked to the Emperor, seeing him as their one savior and protector who will Just lead like them to salvation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like a uh, a dark messiah, so to speak. Just, um, again, Thor Ragnarok, your yeah. savior is here! Yeah, and with enough people gathered, they set an exodus into the unknown regions. And, you know, they went to a couple of planets here and there, just trying to find a new home. Vishia kind of knew where the planet is all along. He was just kind of delaying everybody 
making sure to feed off of their suffering and uh, loss of hope and all that. And then they found the world. You say it like he's fucking eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he could be doing. Just num num num. Num 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 num. Mm, suffering. Mm, and depression. Uh, and eventually they found Dromund Koss. Oh, so that's how Dromund Koss was found. Yes. Okay. It was in an old Sith colony world before Lord Vichy had found out about it. So, you know, they land on Dromund Koss. And back then it was just nothing but a, sh- a large expansion of forest. And, and it was basically a jungle world. It was a jungle world where everything wants to kill you. Just yep. like Dothamir. Yep. Um, so, you know, he's... Gets his power base set up and his people, you know, cut down trees to establish living settlements, so on and so forth. Um, back then, he regularly addressed the Sith and their non-Sith servants. Um, and he would give them rousing speeches like, We may be at the bottom of the barrel now, but it's only uphill from there. We will rise from the ashes of despair and conquer our ancient enemies, the Republic and the Jedi. Yep. You know, giving all these rousing speeches. Um... As his people begin to make their foothold on the untamed wilds of Droman Kaz, um, you know, the, the emperor would appear in public often because, you know, he's the only ruler that they could look up to. Yep. Um, but eventually he established the Dark Council, which is a collection of Sith individuals that would, it's kind of like the uh, con- Congress of the United States. Yeah, it's like Congress. Yeah. And... Those would be his public leaders while he goes off and does whatever. Two of them in the Old Republic being Darth Thanaton and Darth... Fuck, what was his name? Darth... So his name it's is the Darth... uh, Sith Sorcerer character. So you mean right? his name is Darth Thanaton? <laughs> no! Okay, so... Uh... Darth Thanaton and... Um... <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Uh, the one who never shows his face. Fuck. I don't remember. Uh, don't worry about we'll it. We'll go with Darth Hurler. <laughs> so, you know, he established the Dark Council to rule in his stead as he goes off into his figurative basement and learn more knowledge. You know, becoming a really knowledgeable nerd and unraveling more secrets of the Dark, dark Side. Dark was also part of the Dark Council. No, he was... Uh, Along with Darth Hurler. He was the Supreme Commander of the Sith Armies, actually. But Dark Malgus wasn't relevant back then mm. <laughs> um and member technically the members of a dark council are the rulers of his empire only answerable to darth vitiate himself um but like early on in any of the sith campaign yeah they mentioned the emperor so many times it's like who the fuck is this guy yeah yeah um and in his secrecy the uh, emperor decided to go and do an Decided to do some oh, don't, don't, Shut the fuck up, kid. Um, so he secretly selected 12 Force-sensitive pure Sith Bloods as his hands, and they would share their master's immortality. And in return, Vitiate will draw on their strength to sustain his own power. Smart. Yeah. Um, they're kind of like his living conduits that, you know, just wander around. So he's like world. a lich. He ba- they're like his whole... Essentially, yeah. yeah. He's basically the Star Wars version of a lich. Um, and over the years, he does a, you know, a lot of unraveling of the secrets of the dark side. He also created a dark temple, which is basically a place where he 
kills all of his rivals and opponents and all that because you know being a sith lord you always have to watch your bag every and single time everyone after your ass. yep exactly no matter how loyal your subjects may be there will always be those guys in power that want to backstab you of course it's the sith yep and i mean he's survived for well over a millennia so he's gotten pretty good at killing traitors yep <laughs> Uh, let's see, um, and the Dark Temple is, he has killed so many of his rivals and put their spirits of a Dark Temple that, a, that the Dark Temple literally became a nexus of a force itself. And you know, there's a shit ton of Sith spirits just wandering around in there. Yep, you can encounter one in the game. <laughs> uh, there, I would uh, explore all the little shit that he this shit has done over the years, but, but that would be a long so ass. Many fucking things. Yeah, he's done a lot of things, but I'll get into the more important stuff. Um, so you know, they with Vishit and his empire slowly building up on Drum and Kaz and the unknown regions, which you know is a section of space that nobody knows about except the Sith themselves. Um, he decided to, from afar, send out agents into the wider galaxy to manipulate events here and there. Um, for example, he had a uh, Sith agent go out to these awesome people called the Mandalorian Crusaders. Um, and they approached the leader at the time, this guy named Mandalore the Ultimate. And the Sith basically said, hey, hey, uh, do you want to uh, reconquer the galaxy and make everybody into a Mandalorian? Here's a vision of that. And he basically gave them a vision of the Mandalorians conquering the galaxy. And it kind of sparked their fighting spirit and go off on a crusade to fight against the Republic. And that's when the Mandalorian War started. Wow. So Vichy was responsible for a lot of stuff. Yes. Holy and shit. with the uh, Mandalorian Wars, um, this was also what started uh, this one certain Jedi named Raven who fought back against the Mandalorians. If you don't know, Raven is basically the uh, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader of the Old Republic era. Yep. Um, and, you know, all the shit that goes on with that. They defeat the Mandalore, and the Mandalore is like, Hey, um, I thought I was going to conquer the galaxy, but I was tricked by the Sith. And the Mandalore basically said to uh, Raven and it is his apprentice Malak at the time that... The Sith manipulate him into causing this war of genocide, basically. And Malik and Revan were like, okay, we better investigate this. So, in a long story short, they went to Droman Kaas and found out about the Sith Empire. And they're like, okay, we gotta stop this. But Vishyat, he kind of allowed them to go into his temple. They're like, okay, we're gonna murder your ass. And Vishyat's like, haha, that's cute. <laughs> and he basically mind wiped both of them turning them into servants of the sith so that's how you came dark revan yep <laughs> and he basically told them hey there's this ancient artifact called the uh the uh nothing <laughs> i was about to say the sun crusher but that's not accurate But Sun Crusher it. doesn't happen till much later. Dude, the Sun Crusher would kick ass, bro. No. Especially if, in the Old Republic. Uh, nah, dude. Vitiate trying to take over fucking planets. It's like, 
<laughs> so basically, he had both Revan and Mal go out. To, I was so uh, hyped too, Ryzen. <laughs> you hyped me up. I was like, wait, it's like you said, like Vichy got a sun crusher. I was about to, <laughs> dude. I was about to shit bricks. I was about to. I was about to. I was about to. I was about to fucking splooge sabers, bro. Oh god. <laughs> But damn, bro, you fucking got me hyped up just to fucking damn, man. Blue ball. I got, I got blue balled so fucking hard. <laughs> God damn it, I felt more fucking dry than Padme when fucking Anakin was talking about sand. It was, I was so fu- <laughs> like, like she, she looked at Anakin, got wet, and then like after that, he talked about sand and he, and she shriveled and fucking, <laughs> and she shriveled and fucking dried up more than the Sahara Desert. God, God damn it. Yeah, you got me hyped for Sun Crusher, and then and yeah. the, and then it faded, and then it faded. Anyway, um, so he basically had Revan and Malak. He basically sent them off as a sort of divisionary force to keep the Republic and the Jedi occupied and fractured a little bit by having them create their own Sith Empire and go out and claim this super weapon called the Star Forge, which is basically that super weapon that absorbs a nearby sun. Did we talk about that? Yeah, in our super weapons episode. Because he wanted that to build up his military force because, you know, just absorb the sun, here's a thousand Star Destroyers, stuff like that. Um, and while he did mind-wipe them into being servants of the dark side, you know, being Sith Lords, they were like, fuck you, Vishian, we're going to do our own empire. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Vishian like... Fuck you, Dad. And Vishian was like, well, goddammit. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. They're fucking up for Republic anyway, so who fuck cares? <laughs> but, um... Just don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, so after... We'll eventually do an episode about Revan, because he's also got a very deep history to talk about in another oh, episode. yeah. But long story short, Revan got redeemed in the light side of the Force, and he decided to go back to Droman Cost to finish the job, what he originally started. Um, so he brought uh, himself, his companion, I think his name is T3M4, which is basically R2 in the Old Republic, um, and his old apprentice, the Jedi Exile, to uh, try and stop Vitiate from commencing his plans of conquering the galaxy again. Mm-hmm. Um, at around the same time, the Dark Council kind of found out about what Vitiate did in the past and how Nefima was basically a husk husk world and how he became immortal and they're like, this is too dark for us. We we gotta kill his ass and take over. And Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a lot of notes, so you'll have to excuse me for trying to get to the exact point. Um so Revan kind of Wising up from a previous attempt where they strolled right on in. Um, he was being a little bit smarter and he decided to reach out to one of the other conspirators. Uh, you may know him as uh, Lord Scourge. Do you know Lord Scourge? I've heard of him. Okay, long story short, uh, Lord Scourge was part of a conspiracy to dethrone uh, Vitiate. And he was conspiring with Revan because... He's not really down with Vitiate, but he's not totally down with a conspiracy either. He was just working with Riven. And uh, they were doing a lot of planning. I'll do all that in its own episode. Um, and, then, and then everything went ahead. And while the Emperor's royal guards were distracted, Revan just strolled right on in. And he's like, 
I'm going to kill you this time, Vitian. You're not going to mind wipe me this time. And Vitian's like, perhaps, but I'll still, <laughs> I'll still kill your ass, Revan. So, Hugh, I want you to picture this. Revan just walks right on in, expecting to kill Vitian. He just gets electrocuted. And then Vitian's like, ha I'm going to kill you this time, Revan. And then, why is Mel burning? He looks down and his cloak is on fire. <laughs> because the uh, astromech just wandered up to Vishit and set him on fire. <laughs> He's like, ah, ah, fire, fire! That is fucking hilarious. That wow, is so had, fucking funny. So wait, he died in the most anti-climatic way No, no, it was a uh, distraction because Revan managed to recover from, you know, being electrocuted to death. Wait. <laughs> Did yeah. he not sense a, a, first, a person lighting him on fire? It's a droid. He's it's not going to sense shit. What do you mean he's not going to sense <laughs> shit? For, like, dude, like, you can't, the, the Force can give you, like, 360 degree vision or some shit, right? Well, yeah, but that's mostly for, you know, organic beings. Yeah. And, like, you want to know what he did to that extra mech droid? Did he destroy him? He just electrocuted once with his Force lightning, instantly disintegrated the droid. Oh, just... <laughs> Yeah, it was a little funny moment that I appreciate. Like, I mean, that droid has literally balls of steel to walk up to the Emperor and set him on fire. It's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. It's a prank, bro. It's a prank, bro. It's a prank, bro. I pictured as... Okay, I'm gonna help. This little droid's like, okay, I'm gonna help. I'm on fire! I'm on fire! What the fuck is that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna light Dark Vitiate on fire. You can't light Dark Vitiate on fire. Watch me, bitch. <laughs> it's like, lights it on fire, gets a cigarette. Oh! <laughs> and like, this culminated in this epic duel between Revan, uh, his Jedi exile friend, and Lord Scourge, where they're having this epic fight to the death. And Revan is doing pretty well. He. At one point, he becomes one with a force itself, and Lord Scourge decided, well, this is going to be a losing battle, and he basically killed the Jedi Exile and then knocked out Revan. Okay. And the Vicious was like, what the fuck? Why did you do that? And Lord Scourge was like, only in the service of you, Lord Vicious. And he kneels to him, and Vicious was like, Okay. Since you've shown a great loyalty, I'm going to give you powers of immortality and make you my personal enforcer. Oh, shit. And, uh... <laughs> uh double agent. Double agent. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. So, with that out of the way, um, he... Vicious didn't kill Revan, but he did decide to imprison him because, you know, it's one of the more powerful Jedi of the entire galaxy at that yeah. point in time, so... Probably wanted to experiment on him later. So he imprisoned Revan on this distant asteroid belt or whatever. And, Fodis, and you know, with being so close to death and the entirety of this dark council trying to murder his ass, he was all like, okay, um, I really need to find out a way to... Uh... So, like, he's not physically immortal his spirit is immortal but he needs to find a way to transfer that immortal consciousness into another body which kind of made him much more paranoid from now on because from that point onwards rarely everybody in the dark council ever sees the emperor because he's that cautious right now 
it's it happens with the old republic it's yep. like the emperor is a myth that's when malgus takes over the throne it's like yep. uh hello no <laughs> Well, despite his victory, Vicia didn't immediately try conquering the weakened Republic, which was basically in shambles at this point. He's just like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. And this is kind of weird to me, I will be honest. Um, it was mostly because Revan was influencing his spirit. And, you know, he was feeding on Revan, but Revan is like giving them this thoughts of, hey, um, maybe don't fuck up for Republic. And he's like, okay. <laughs> that's a bit weird it is a bit weird um Vitiate, um blah 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 Revan was basically tampering the emperor's desire to conquer the republic and just chill out you know just he, <laughs> chill he's the just, fuck out no no he's just giving him some space weed here chill out dude <laughs> <laughs> and basically Revan managed to postpone his invasion of the galaxy for another three centuries Damn. Yeah. Good job, Revan. <laughs> Here, smoke some weed, Vishiet. <laughs> <laughs> he chilled him out for three centuries. Yeah, basically. Um, and as I said before, through his uh, assassination attempt, um, Vishiet, you know, did some nerdy stuff in his basement again. And he eventually found out about this very rare force technique. It is called Essence Transfer, which basically allows you to transfer your consciousness into another body. Because why not? Yeah, why not? Um, and this is also the point of, you know, how the Emperor has multiple bodies that he speaks through and all that. Yep. That's the point where he starts dividing his consciousness into multiple bodies. You Smart. know, expanding his will to multiple parts of the galaxy, basically. Um, as time went on, Vicious slowly began to become a little bit bored with his empire that he created. It's like... We're doing the same thing over and over again. Let's spice things up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just got bored. He got very bored. He got so fucking bored, bro. Well, this was due to... The, this is the side effect of gaining the immortality. Because with, you know, sacrificing all life to become immortal, he lost something else in return. He... I know he was already emotionless as it is, but he literally lost all emotion as he gave up immortality the only thing that he could ever feel is rage and fear that those are the only things that he could feel he also lost all sense of touch like a taste of an apple in your mouth so he lost all of his senses or a soft breeze on your skin everything he lost all sensation anything that makes us human basically that's why okay yeah <laughs> i'm thinking about the story of oh yeah he and when i mean all senses i mean all senses like he can't smell he can't touch he can't see color everything okay yeah that's just not even living yeah exactly that's existing yeah and you could understand understand why he would become so bored over the millennia yeah <laughs> Is this this the point where he goes to Zakul? We're about to get to that. Um, Well, by this point, he started to consider himself a god and saw such concepts of touch, feeding, drinking, seeing colors and all that as beneath him, basically. He just doesn't give a fuck. 
Yeah. He was motivated by two things. One, gaining more power. Of course. Number two, not losing that power. Of course. More! (laughs) The only thing that he truly feared was death itself, which is why he wanted to learn essence transfer because he doesn't want to fucking get murdered and die. It's like, how much more power do you need? I I swear to God, if someone had the ability to fucking, I don't know, just, just sit and just, I don't know, drink water and he saw, and he couldn't do that he'd be like fuck you and due to his line of thinking he had a desire to escape from the safe the, the sith teachings and begin anew because he saw the teachings of the sith as very restrictive like oh he's like anger this. rage Arr. that's boring <laughs> he got he literally a sith lord got bored with a sith yep and this is right around the point where he Heard of rumors of this planet out in the wild regions of space that hosted a fleet of indestructible starships. And that's where he went to Zukul. And he hosted this uh, warrior named uh, Valkorion. And he basically erased all of his memories and put himself in Valkorion's body as this charismatic He's just like, leader. Yoink! Yep. And I will admit, Valkorion actually Valkorion looks. Valkorion is fucking badass. That's he, why I simp for Vicious. This is what he looks like. He's so cool. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> He's got that goatee going on and everything. <laughs> He's I, a silver fox. He has the hand behind his back. Look upwards. <laughs> look out of window cliche. Yep. <laughs> He's like your stereotypical Bond villain. Yeah. All he needs is a cat now. <laughs> So yeah, he went to Zakul and he saw this primitive population because this was before they were a powerful empire. They were basically a bunch of people of sticks. <laughs> and he decided to claim himself as their uh, ruler and god. And he slowly started to build them up. And at the same time, he's also slowly building up his own Civ empire. So <laughs> he's literally leading a double life. He's, he's, making, he's leading two empires at the same time. Yep. That's amazing. That is. Fucking <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, in the preparation for his war against the Republic, he installed several undercover agents within the Jedi Order to undermine them. Like, you know, distracting them, leading them away from the unknown regions, kind of fracturing them a little bit more. That's kind of, it's kind of scary when you can infiltrate the Jedi Order itself. There is. What Sith hasn't done that before? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> I mean, and, learn, take notes, Palpatine. Why didn't you? And this was also... We'll eventually talk about the HUDs, but they're kind of a major power because, you know, they own a lot of hyperspace lanes and yep. franchises. I wouldn't say franchises. Um, The HUDs are the Jews of Star Wars. The they Jews? <laughs> The huts are the Jews. <laughs> they run the money. Damn, Hannah, is that money. Just, is, is that? Oh my God, the race. You know, I'm saying some fucked up shit, but, I, uh, but at least I'm not xenophobic. At least I'm not acting anti-Semitic. God damn, the, the huts are the Jews of Star Wars. Yeah, I'm Fuck. I'm going to hell for that one. God yeah. damn, Hannah. Holy shit. But, uh, what the fuck was that? He basically God. sent out. Re- Undercover agents to try and convince the HUD cartels to side with the Sith Empire, but obviously we didn't because the HUDs are like, 
this doesn't seem profitable at all. No, 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 no. The, the, Jew, the Jews are... No, the are Huts the... aren't. The Tordarians are. Yeah. <laughs> God. Now we're going to the anti-Semitism. God damn. This podcast... I, I remember... This podcast is going to shit, guys. <laughs> we don't condone this. This is joking. I, I remember uh, when I watched the prequels with you, Isaac. Yeah. I said, water reminds me of a Jewish guy. Yep. <laughs> Oh, uh, nothing motivates me, only money. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway. Wow, please, please. Cut that out, cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> anyway, um, so after basically 1,319 years of planning and setbacks to a Sith Empire, they finally revealed themselves to the wider galaxy by invading Korriban. Is cool? No, 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 the Sith... His Sith Empire. Oh. They invaded uh, Korriban. You know that cinematic trailer? Yes, when, yes, yes. Right, that's, right. that's the uh, beginning of the war between his Sith Empire and the Republic. Mm. Um, so, you know, this invasion of Korriban set off an event called the Great Galactic War, a conflict that lasted for 28 years, causing death of millions across the galaxy. And eventually ending with a Sith storming the Jedi Temple and forcing a peace treaty between the Republic and the Sith. Nice. And uh, it essentially divided the galaxy into two. One ruled by the Republic and one by the Sith. No fucking shit. <laughs> and uh, let's see. With the, Empire, with the Emperor once again, um, you know, he was active for that brief period of time with the war and all that. Overseeing a war effort. He decided, you know what? I'm okay with conquering half of the galaxy. I'm going to go back into my basement again. <laughs> uh, and he decided to, hey, Dark Council, I'll let you to, I'll let you rule the entirety of the Empire while I'm in my basement. Okay, cool. <laughs> and while the conflict had ended, there was still a period where both sides, uh, you know, they were slowly rebuilding from the last war. There were, you know, in the real world, the Soviet Union and the United States had a Cold War, like, Hey, if you do this, we're going to send off missiles and nuclear Mm -hmm. missiles and all that. That's basically what's going on in that state of the galaxy right now. There's tension. And, you know, as in the real world, they started off proxy wars. Like, the Sith Empire would... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, You know, supply this certain rebellion to rise up against the local republic government, so on and so forth. Kind of like the Korean War and Vietnam Wars. Um... Just start little tips here and there. Yeah. Um, with this period, the Emperor met several conspiracies, as you remember from individual uh, Sith campaigns. Like, I believe for the Sith Sorcerer, Noah's Inquisitor. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't there an individual in that campaign that wanted to become the voice of the Emperor or something? I think so. I don't exactly remember. But yeah, point is, there are a lot of Sith that wanted to get the promotion and get closer to the Emperor, or at least pretending to get close to the Emperor, so on and so forth. Yep. Um, but was, the, there was even one point where the Emperor became a quote-unquote myth. Yep. It's yep. just like, is this guy really real? And while these conspiracies are happening, they don't directly affect the Emperor, but there was one player character that directly affected the Emperor, and that's the... Uh, Jedi Knight Quest. The, oh, right. Yeah. Um, 
Silvero's this individual called the Hero of Typhon. That's the name of a player character's in-universe. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this Jedi Knight who foiled all of his plots, again, across the galaxy, and it would eventually culminate in this confrontation between Vitiate and this Jedi Knight. And briefly, the Jedi Knight basically murdered the Emperor and his spear is just drifting in space and all that. Um, you remember uh, Lord Scourge from earlier? Yep. Uh, turns out, uh, so during his allegiance with Revan and during that fight with the Emperor, he received a vision where in the future, Revan would not defeat the Emperor, but he saw that, the, that this individual, the hero of Typhon, would defeat the Emperor himself, and that's why he backstabbed Revan. Hmm, damn. And Lord Scourge is now an ally of a Jedi. Wow. Yeah. So we'll get that plot thread out of the way now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, with the soul of the Emperor drifting across the vacuum of space, uh, he wasn't exactly in the moment where he could return as in one of his bodies. I mean, Valkorian's doing whatever. But his body went to Yavin 4 to Naga Sadao's temple to slowly rebuild his power. And That's where the Sith Inquisitor comes in. Yep. You played the campaign, so this is a lot of weird mumbo-jumbo yeah. bullshit. Basically, Revan got freed during the Cold War, and then Revan fought a Sith character or an Imperial character, whatever. He got killed, but his spirit divided. And, yeah, his spirit got divided into two, one light and one dark, and the dark side version of him created his own empire, and he wanted to revive Vitiate and eventually kill him. Yeah, it's weird. It was a giant clusterfuck, basically. <laughs> it was a giant clusterfuck. And this was also kind of a point where <laughs> Kiff is just drilling me out. I'm fucking so tired. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Where are we going to get the Sun Crusher? Where are we going to get... I'm like, oh. So basically, like, uh, this... There's this coalition of Jedi, Sith, Imperial, Republic, just... Going together, uniting against the dark side version of Revan, killing him, and eventually found out about Vitiate's spirit, and they decided to dispel him from Yavin 4. And this is around the point where the Sith Empire kind of found out that Vitiate done fucked them. And they're like, fuck you, we're going to rule it our way. <laughs> and and Vitiate's spirit was like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> and that's when Valkorian comes into play. Well, we're not, well, we're almost at that point yet. Um, so he was all like, fuck you guys, I'm gonna go to Zyos. You remember Zyos. Oh, right. So he went to Zyos. The is, fuck is a Zyos? They had a planet. throne world of the yeah. Sith. So he went to Zyos, and he decided to do a repeat of what he did to his own home world and consumed all life on it. He did the suck. Yep, he Again? did another big suck. <laughs> Why? Why? You already have immortality. What do you want? more power. There's literally a cinematic where... The entirety of a planet gets consumed. It just looks horrifying. It dies. Yeah, it literally Why? dies. Why did you do this again? <laughs> the fuck? The, the graphics on the planet makes it look like the moon. Oh. Yeah. That's how gray it becomes. Yep. There is barely any life after he did the big suck. Yeah. <laughs> but why? You already did, did it once. Why you do it twice? Because he doesn't give a fuck. He wants more power, kid. I explained this earlier. I know, but it's just, it just seems—it just seems excessive, you know. And you know, this is—you know—he got his own power. Then he went back to his Valkorian body. 
Um, During that time, he had three kids. Yep. During that time, he had three kids. Um, And, you know, being the emotionless son of a bitch he is, he doesn't... He's basically a horrible dad. He doesn't give him any love or attention. He's like, eh, whatever. But he was able to fuck Sedia three times. (laughs) For a for a guy who literally can't feel anything, he he buzz that nut good. (laughs) (laughs) So Arkin, Valen, and Dexon. Yeah. The fuck are these (laughs) names? So long story short, he went to his Eternal Empire and he had his unstoppable fleet, the Eternal Fleet, go against the Republic, basically destroying all opposition. And this is around the time where he captured a couple of prisoners of uh, the player character and this other Sith character. I can't remember his name. The Sith Lord that I was trying to remember. Uh, I think I have his... Darth Maul. Yes, Darth Maul. So he took the player character for all intents and purposes and Darth Maul to his uh, throne. And he's all like, hey, um, I could give you power beyond all comprehension and all of this bullshit. And Darth Maul was like, I'd rather die than to be a servant to you once more. And there's this, okay. little, there's this little badass moment where you force pose one of the pikes from one of the royal guards and decided to kill a bunch of them and then Vicious like die. <laughs> yep. Um, badass way for Darth Maul to go out. Yeah. Um, and then the player character I mean okay depending on the choices you could either refuse his power or accept the power so on and so forth. It kind of ends the same way though. He gets betrayed by his own son. Yep. Arkin kills him. Yep. Arkin kills him and knocks out the player character and... And pins the pins his death on the player character. Yep. And you might be wondering, what happened to Valkorian now? Well, his spirit is basically in the uh, player character's body right now. Oh. Just yep. lingering in their mind. Yeah, he's like that little devil on the shoulder. Like Yes! <laughs> uh, Hannah is more experienced. Wait, how do you kill an immortal being? I'm just confused. He killed the body. He killed the body. His spirit is immortal. Oh. Yeah. So now his spirit's just inside you. Yeah, he's, he's to, like the literal devil on your shoulder. He's trying to Literally. take he's trying to take you over, I'm guessing. Yeah, right? yeah. Um every once in a while Valkorian will be like the player character will find themselves in a particular situation and Valkorian's like, Hey, accept my power and you could overcome this yep. obstacle or whatever. It's when you have to overthrow Arkin, when you have to overthrow Valen. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah, so we'll gloss over all of that because that's not the important thing. Yep. Um, so the reason why Valkorian is doing this is because uh, he's trying to build his own vessel for him to eventually take over. Because the player character is uniting, reuniting all the galaxy. And the player alliance. character is so powerful. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because you could be a bounty hunter or a Republic soldier as well. Yeah, not even force <laughs> sensitive and then it's just like, oh, I choose you. It's like... <laughs> it's like the equivalent of passing over a sports car and going immediately to the used cars. Yep. <laughs> oh, is that a Ford? <laughs> is, that is that a Toyota is... Camry? Oh, is that a Prius? God damn, environmentally <laughs> friendly, am I right? Fuck this hell. Holy yeah, shit! Give me that Toyota. No, 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 no. It's like it's like it's like fuck. It's like what's what's one of the best like space like I don't know space car ship things. Oh, like. oh, the N one Starfire. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, it's like, sir, we have this N1 Starfire. Fuck, is that a fucking Sun Crusher? <laughs> <laughs> just, he's just, no, he's just, 
Did you just see him do the face? You see, like, Dark Vitiate point at the fucking Suncrasher and do the O face? Like, he's like, he's like doing that? Like, yes! He's like, oh shit! He's doing the soy face. He's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, as the. Okay, so the player character at this point is called the Outlander. Um, so, as the Outlander's influence grew, you know, uniting all the galaxy into one banner. Well, I wouldn't say one banner, just a coalition. Um, as that is, the, it's exactly the coalition. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was around the time where the Emperor is all like, you are now ready. I'm going to try and possess your ass. Yep. <laughs> and there's this entire thing where Valen, the daughter of the Emperor, takes over the Eternal Throne, so on and so forth. Um, so he took over, tried to take over the Outlander's body after a long battle. Um, so this eventually culminated in the Mindscape. You remember that, Hannah? Yes, I'm still stuck there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this culminated in the Mindscape, where it's this bunch of jambled bullshit. But, so, the Emperor tries to take over the body, but the player character, Valen, and, uh, the brother, Arkin, and... and Senya. And Senya. I know, this is... <laughs> kid <laughs> has no context for this. But all intents and purposes, for all intents and purposes, Valkorion gets... He's killed by an outlander and his his wife and kids. Yeah, in the mindscape. This time killing him. For good? Seemingly for good. Seemingly. <laughs> to be continued. Uh, though he was not defeated. His original body, you know, the uh, Civ body. Tenebrae. Tenebrae. Um, his Civ body was still locked in stasis on his homeworld of Nathema. Jesus! For all of those centuries, it's just chilling in there in stasis. Major crisis. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Um, and this happened around the same time with uh, Mindscape shit and all that. Um, Lord Scourge, as well, was uh, tracking down the original body of Vitiate. And he had another Jedi companion with him. I can't remember her name. Who knows? Um... Um, Scourge and his other companion found the body, the original body, and they decided we're going to kill this so that uh, Vitiate has no other body to go back to, basically. Um, so they killed the body, which happened around the same time Valkorion's spirit got destroyed. Oh, fuck. And, <laughs> and uh, let's see. This body was basically a trap because the very moment the spirit got destroyed and the body got destroyed it activated this ritual which was carved into the body of the of uh tenebrae's body sorry mm -hmm. um it was a last resort of sorts if a body was harmed it would unleash a plague that would spawn an entity that would feed on victims within its radius connecting their minds and merging into an even stronger being wow I know. There's a lot of random bullshit, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, Scourge and the other Jedi Knight were, that was with them got exposed to this plague. And they got knocked out for God knows how many years. Mm. Um, and they eventually got picked up by, you remember Satil Shan? Yes. Uh, the Grandmaster of the Jedi Order at the time. She and her followers eventually followed the trail of... Uh, Tenebrae found their bodies, decided to take them back to their ship to revive them back to health. But 
Scourge and this other Jedi Knight, they both had a connection to Darth Vitiate, so they were immune to the plague. But you know who wasn't? Satil. Yes. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> so basically, Satil, Shannon, and her followers were infected with this uh, virus, and they turned into a hive mind where they experienced nightmares and all that. Um, later, it was learned that the plague is actually not a plague, but an imprint of Vitiate's spirit should both his body and the spirit be destroyed. Damn. This imprint did not have the memories of the original, but still had the exact same powers as the original Vitiate. Holy shit. That's so, badass. Yeah. Long story short, within the mind of Satil Shan, the Outlander, along with everybody that Vitiate has ever wronged over his entire life and, you know, the entirety of the millennia he was around, Revan, Scourge, uh, his father, all of that stuff, like one final battle. Yeah, this is, this is literally end game. <laughs> I want to get to that so <laughs> And you know they all go into the mind of Satio. This is all happening in Satio's mind, by the way. How does um, that not break someone's mind? <laughs> Jedi willpower, man. True. Um. So, with all these people coming from the past and the present and all that, they finally banish Vitiate forever. So, that's the end of Vitiate. However... Be gone! <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. No, no, no. This is the last we see of Vitiate. Or have we? <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, that's all we have for now. Okay. For now. So, what do you guys think? He has a better backstory than I thought. I did research, but I didn't know it was that extensive. Yeah. And you get... I, I just thought... I'm just like, this is just another dark side guy. <laughs> I, I was more interested in the fact that he had Black Air Force energy. You brought up Sun Crusher. I wanted, I wanted to see that for a second. <laughs> you, you brought up the fact... Like, we, we brought up the guy who blew up Suns. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah. We, with Vichy, I was just kind of like, you know... I mean, this guy, this guy's all right and all. I mean, like, I mean, he's just another Sith, though, to me. Yeah. Do we start on? Yeah, like, um, you could kind of see why. I don't exactly like Vitiate as a character or as a villain. Well, he's just a psychopath. Yeah. He's just not really, well, the thing is, is like, with Anakin, he has, like, a relatable side because he, yeah. like, you know, he cares deeply about his wife. He cares deeply about his friends around him. You see him slowly get corrupted to the dark side. You understand his frustrations with the Jedi Order. Yeah. He, he's a good person at heart. He just got corrupted and misled into something worse. And then he kind of... And then he just kind of turned into a drab, gritty person who has no hope for, for the future. Who's just kind of stuck in a sense of, like, depression and angst. With Vitiate, it's just like, I'm a psychopath. I want to I, I want to kill people. I want I want every day to be ice, I want every day to be ice cream day. Like that, 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 that's just him. That's him. That's all it is. And, I, and, I, and I'm trying like don't get me wrong. I, like I, like I enjoyed this podcast, but I was trying not to fall asleep cuz like every podcast I can see you dozing no, off. Yeah. No, every podcast like I was in interested with this one. I'm like, "Oh my god." He's, he's so, like the thing is at least with the like at least with like the 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 Sith episode where we were talking about multiple Sith. Yeah. We were having like, oh, we could switch off to the Sith that we like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With Vitiate, it was just like, okay, and then what? And then he killed people. 
Then what do you do? He blew up a planet. <laughs> and then what do you do? He oh, sucked then, a planet. Then he sucked a planet. He did a big suck twice. <laughs> Dude, I was so... I was like, please. Please give me something. Please. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like, I, I want anything to be relatable. It's like, oh, what if he actually liked his mom? What if he actually had this? He, he actually did love Senya. Who? The, uh... His wife, uh, the mother of his children. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That didn't. That wasn't specified. He, he he truly did love her because she was such a badass. You know, I, I just wanted I I just wanted something, and like I wanted to move on to another villain or someone we liked, but no, I just kept going on to this character <laughs> who was just a psychopath over and over again. And then what did he do? And then he killed people. And then what did he do? And then he killed people. And then, and then, then what did he do? People. He killed it, people. It isn't obvious. I simp for psychopaths. She's a fucking badass. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I give her a six out of ten. <laughs> but uh, you know, you could kind of see why I was not particularly excited with uh, talking about this yet. Well, He's a, probably one of the more blander dudes of Star Wars. It was my choice. Fuck both of you. <laughs> the, the most exciting thing about him was that he got lit on fire by a droid, and, <laughs> and the fact that he got begone thoughted. He was begone. No, he was like everyone, like everyone in his family, was just like. Be gone! <laughs> Fuck! That was like the best thing. Everything else about him was like. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is this is him and it's like. I kill people. <laughs> I kill people. I kill people. Every day, every day is ice cream day. <laughs> he probably doesn't even dream because he has lost all sensation. I know, dude. This is like the like. Don't get me wrong. You can like what you like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge. But for me, I was like, please. Like, I was like, man, I like Palpatine so much more. Because at least Palpatine, yeah. at least Palpatine is memeable. Yeah. He's memeable. <laughs> you know, he's like unlimited power. <laughs> also, kind of a good segue. I prefer Palpatine over Vishian in all honesty. Of because course. at least with Palpatine, he has personality. Like whenever you see him in a lightsaber fight, you just see him twirling in the air, laughing his ass off. He's just having a good time. Valkorion or Vicia, whoever the flag is, pro- <laughs> probably sees him more as a chore than anything else. Yeah, because he's Just taking out the trash. At least with Palpatine, I would want to go out and have a drink with him in a bar. He'll probably kill me afterwards, but he still. He poisoned the drink. <laughs> he poisoned the drink, but at least he well, would be fun to be around while Valkorion's <laughs> just like, ugh, emotions, whatever. <laughs> dude, Palpatine at least is like he, he at least, uh, dude. Palpatine just has memes. He's like, do it, yeah, just do it. And dude, no, 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 no. It's like Palpatine. Uh, I bought his tickets. You wanna, do, do you wanna go to the concert? Let's do it. <laughs> or it's like, it's like, it's like, how, 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 how asking that girl go out? It's like, oh, I will do it. <laughs> like, no, no. With Lucian, it's just like, it's, it's like, so, uh, how was your day? I killed people. <laughs> I, 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 I had a good. Uh, I mean, I asked him today, I guess. I mean, okay. Vishia might have been bland, but his power that passed on to his kids, that was fucking badass. Valen, <laughs> when she unlocked her full power, was unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, um, this is also kind of another thing. If you look at what they accomplished, Vishia had like well over a thousand years to conquer the galaxy. He, he had He's his card. He had time. all of his cards in the corner. He sent out agents to cause the Mandalorian Wars, fracturing the Republic and the Jedi fervor. And Revan basically gave him a, a bottle of weed to chill out. And 
He just ended up conquering half a galaxy. Palpatine, in a fraction of Vicious lifetime, was able to conquer all of a galaxy. Fuck that reasonable <laughs> You know, like, I, I just I, I just was, like, so bored. I was like, damn it. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I just... I, that's why when you said Sun Crusher that he got one, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh yeah, now we're talking. And, yeah, that, yeah. And, and, then, and then when you said, no, 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 my mistake, my mistake, I was like, fuck, no. <laughs> and now I have to fucking, you saw me, I was like. And like, if you look at this shit, and all the shit he has accomplished, most of that was done through Sith rituals. Palpatine, on the other hand, yes, he does some rituals, but he does that out of pure power of a force alone. This shit, Palpatine's that one kid who legitimately studies and aces the test. Well, Vishyut just looks on a a uh, notepad on the side and just gets a C plus. Dude, I was looking at him like, okay, okay. Vishyut is the quiet kid in the classroom. Yeah. The thing is, like, he's not the uh, OG quiet kid in yeah. the classroom. You know, <laughs> like, the, the, like, fucking Vishyut is just like the funniest thing about this, about this, about the Vishyut episode was that the. The huts are the Jews. Really, <laughs> <laughs> no, the joke would be the Troidarians are the Jews. Oh yeah. my god. No, no, no. It would be Stop the with the anti-Semitism! <laughs> we're gonna go to hell! <laughs> I'm already going to hell. No, we're already going to hell, kid. I mean, I, I mean, you mentioned in the first episode Luke Skywalker sucking semen and all that. I mean, like that's not that's not, I mean that's just that's just a gay joke. That's not, <laughs> that's not anti-Semitism. I mean, I simp for a, I simp for psychopaths. I'm I thought you were about to, to I thought you were about to say I simp for anti-Semitism. No! Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No! Uh, so, so that's the that, episode. That, so. This has been our episode of Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi? Or in this case, how many planets can I deep suck? How many, <laughs> or, or in this case, how anti-Semitic can Hannah be? <laughs> <That's it. laughs> this is our uh, first character profile episode. Uh. <laughs> I promise the, the next one will be as boring. Well, I hope not. Um, speaking of which, you guys want to guess what our next episode is going to be? Please be lightsabers. Please be sabers. Please be fashion. Please, I don't know. Please be, be, I don't, I, I don't know. Give, give me something. Let's do something good. This was a boring episode. I it was. Think. It was kind of a boring episode. Sorry. No, no. Not mad. It's, it's fine. I, nothing always has to go my way. I, mean, I was just kind of sitting there. I'm like, okay, what's next? What's next? This is kind of ironic. Out of all the episodes we did, like super weapons, zombies, and all that stuff, this is... The blindest episode, but it's still out of Kiss fun my ass, it's <laughs> Hey, at least of the previous episode you recommended was The Witches of Dothamir, which was pretty good. Yes. Dad, um, like mommy milker milfs, yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. no, just Vishyet has a harem of witches. <laughs> now, now we can talk about that. Now, now, what, now, Isaac, why didn't you mention that earlier? If you had mentioned that earlier, I would have been invested, but instead, we, we, we went to his. He basically did have a harem. I'm invested now! Now I'm invested! And now you guys put me out of the invest. I'm not invested anymore! Anyway, God damn it! Anyway. Now the episode's over! Uh, okay. And now I can't talk about harems and mommy milkers. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you a couple of hints of what our next episode is going to be about. They're on the table right now. Cabane? 
we're going to be doing an episode about Cad Bane. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I thought we were doing lightsabers and a, a tumor <laughs> topic, but okay. We'll okay. eventually do that after my selection of episode meant to Kid and then to Hannah. Okay. So yeah, our next episode will be about the space cowboy of Star Wars, Cad Bane. At or least, as known. At least that old fucker is going to be interesting. Yeah, a lot more interesting than this yet. <laughs> so anyway. I'm um, a simp, get over it. Yeah. Regardless, I hope you guys loved this episode. I mean, Vishyet is kind of meh, but he's not a horrible villain. I hope you guys at least had some fun learning more about Vishyet and all that. And for and the, the, the old Republic. Yeah. And for the audience, if you want to know more about the tomfoolery of the old Republic era, I would look forward to doing that. Eventually do a part two of Sith history and all that. That's going to be a fun episode. Um, but yeah, this has been Can Man Ace Killer Jedi. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful day. Um, I'm going to take us out. May the Force be with you, everybody. Stay simpy, my friends. <laughs> 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 bye bye. <laughs>